<laughs> Welcome oh, back God. to NPR News. I'm Dave Mattingly. I'm Dan Inskeep. <laughs> and I'm Ari Funny. Shapiro. Ari Shapiro. Why is it that people on the radio always have such random names? Like, such, like, 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 they're not bad. They're just, they're, like, so different. Like, Ari Shapiro. There's uh, Michael Babaro. Today, it's uh, an, on, on uh, the one in LA, it's um, Hedy Lynn Hurdies. I'm like, I love that. Thing. Also, they never look like their voice. Never. Like the never. 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 I always picture somebody, ever. and then I'm like, Kai Rizdahl. Do you know Kai Rizdahl from um, Marketplace? Whatever it is. No. Mm. Anyway, how are you doing, Malia? I'm good. Have you ever heard of Stroop Waffles? Yeah, they're really delicious. They're yeah. like the um, caramely tasting, yeah. like, mm. yeah, little cookie type things. Yeah, yes, I'm having a whole bag of them. Where'd you get them, Trader Joe's? Mm-mm. Sprouts. Mm, I love sprouts. Mm-hmm. For those in the Midwest or places that don't have sprouts, Sprouts is a grocery store, um, supermarket, and they have supermarket items. <laughs> so that's wow, cool. great stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, folks. What's going on? Um, what's new? What is new with me? I bought an air plant the other day. Mm. So I bought cute. a Hawarthia. I think that's, oh, that's right. You told me that. I'm going to look it up. I think it's also, it's also known as Zebra plant. And it's also known as Edgar because that's what I named it. Yeah, oh. it's a Hawarthia, which is a large genus of small succulent plants endemic to South Africa, Southern Africa. Mm. Like the aloes, they're members of the subfamily Asodilidae, and they generally resemble miniature aloes, except in their flowers, which are distinctive in parents. I love it. He's so cute. He's got a little white container. He's got some like colorful rocks. I am all about it. Plants a, are great. I'm a plant dad. Here's the thing. <clears throat> Here's the thing. I'm not going to go into what I like bitched about the other day, but plants have always been a thing. <laughs> like, house plants have been a thing for a while. But only in, like, the uh, last... They, they, yeah. They have? Yeah. Uh, really? I, only in the last, like, five years have they really just, like, blown up. Yeah. And I feel like every single person who goes to, like, a nursery and buys, like, a house plant is like, I'm a plant person now. I know everything about Absolutely. plants. And I was just like, shut up. I mean, it's so funny, though, because it's literally... I think it's, like, that that, like first time excitement when because that happens to me with literally everything i'll admit it like when i started painting i was like i'm an artist now or, <laughs> i mean i always was an artist but like yeah i'm like i'm a painter now oh what do you paint with i paint with gouache yeah it's um it's between uh, 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 a watercolor and acrylic so it's smooth but it's also uh runny <laughs> it's just oh, so people are like oh wow exactly They're like cool dude. i didn't um, ask yeah exactly <laughs> it's so funny so funny. Anyway, but anyway um, so if things you're going anywhere, yeah, exactly. You're and you know what? Take up hobbies that make that bring you joy. Yes. Right? If it sparks That's, joy, I, I'll bring get to this in. at the end, but I recently started like, well, whatever. It's not important, but it's just, I mean, I'll talk about it later. Because like, okay, I feel like my hobbies are expensive. You know, mm, like okay. I have, I have expensive hobbies and I'm like, well, I don't have any, like, 
I guess the well, only I think aff- you need to get a new hobby. The only affordable hobby I have is walking. <laughs> and sometimes that can be expensive. Um, why? 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 Why because, do you like, things, say that? Things what that I your... love doing, like things like uh, I used to do, like a lot of floral arrangements and like like fresh cut flowers and like things that I just like really like and find like happiness and joy doing, like like visual kind of displays and stuff like that were always like previous jobs that I had. And I would consider those hobbies. There's nothing really that I like, that's a, that's like money. You have to spend money to do that. Do you have a, uh, a car, a uh, backyard where you live? Yeah. We kind of have like a little weird patio, but then my roommates have taken over the whole thing. And God. yeah, you so. should totally just be like, hi, I want to put like literally like, a four by four garden in here. I don't even know if that's it's like hi, I wanna but like make this look actually nice. No, seriously, you so could like I'm gonna... <laughs> you, you could totally start just growing your own like vegetables and like plant like no, seeds and I know can't how. be that expensive. No, they're not. But it's also like I like to have like a very nice, beautiful garden and not just like right. you know, schlop together well, like, right, right, things right. thrown about. So right. and I like I want nice containers, not just like plastic bins or coffee things well it sounds like you need to find a new hobby a <laughs> hobby that you can do on the cheap um that can bring you joy do doodle beads do... that's the thing is i do want to get i do want to get back into like sketching i used to sketch a lot. you should you should no. you should just have a little notebook and bring it around with you that's the I thing is that like when... oh. no go ahead well just real quick is that like when i was in um undergrad I used to have this professor, this art professor, and he'd be like, I want you to do five sketches a day. And I loved doing that because it forced me to, like, do it. And then I, like, found joy in it. But now that I'm not Absolutely. doing it, I'm like, ugh. Right. But anyway, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say in my um, in my adventures in painting and watercolor, I have, uh, like, I was, like, trying this one paper, which was a little hard, like, tougher. It had more ridges, like, cold press, so mm-hmm. it had, like, a lot of, a lot of, like, ups and downs and bumps and stuff, which I love, but I like to, oh, I don't even want to admit this, because I think it's, like, so terrible to go do it, but I went to the Amazon store the other day, because um, we were just looking around, and I found this little, like, book of mixed media paper, and I was like, mm-hmm. I really should buy this from, like, an art supply store yeah, right like i should support whatever but i didn't it was right there and i was like i'm just gonna buy it from amazon Scott, and, okay. like whatever <laughs> i know i know normally i would go like i go to blick i love blick is my favorite art store ever mm-hmm. um and i'll go and just like peruse the aisles for seriously like an hour i can just sit there and like look at everything but i got this this thing of this pad of paper and now i know when I go to Blick, that this is the pad of paper that I'm going to now get. And I think it's a little more expensive at Blick, but I don't even care. I'm going to, like, just do it from now on. Because mm-hmm. that was a one-time thing, and it was just really quick. I was buying some books, and I was like, which I also should have gone to a... <laughs> I'm just a terrible person, I suppose, but... Um, You're not. It's fine. If you can support small business people, let's do it. I don't do think it. Blick because... is a small business. I think it's, like, a national brand. Well, yeah, but, you know, but you know what? Like, we need, like, those... I mean, look, I'm not going to go to Hobby Lobby. Do you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. I'm going to go to, like, a Blick, or I'm going to go to, like, another art supply store. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you know. I used to love going to Michael's, but you know what? They're, the quality of the stuff that they have there is not. It's, like, yeah, Michael's, what I've realized mm-hmm. is, like, it's, like, for it's for people who like to craft. I didn't know yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, an art supply store is for people who 
are actually like investing in because not and not doing quality because, work. Well, like not that. even I don't even want to say that because I think people there's some small businesses like some small artists who go to you know they find cheap materials at like Michaels or the dollar store and then they repurpose them in a really beautiful way. But mm-hmm. I think like for the purposes that I was looking for, I was like, oh, Michaels is like the only place to go, right? And then mm-hmm. you start to discover like, oh no, they actually like the quality of paper they have there, you can get better quality depending on the type of media you want to use. So like if you want to use a really like a like a Sorry, this is going to be really boring for you, Matthew, but like you already know this too. It's like if you want to use like a standard watercolor, well, water reacts with paper in a certain way. So you can't just use computer paper, which they would have made Mm -hmm. us do in like kindergarten. You have to use like a watercolor or like a mixed media paper that it can absorb the water and still maintain some of its like um, shape. But Mm -hmm. like then, you know, if you're going to use like an acrylic, you could like paint you could get like canvas or you could also get like a mixed media paper so it's just you know but at michael's sometimes they don't have i have found in my experience and i could totally be wrong this could be other michael's have more but i have found what i need it's not there so Mm -hmm. but i do love michael i think think like every profession has like its tools that you know are worth investing in and absolutely absolutely and you know what it's like using photoshop right like there's not one way to use it there's not Mm -hmm. one way to do things like you find what works for you and your business or your craft and you do it i just like to me i like going to like a place where i walk around and i feel like an idiot and then the people that are supposed to be helping me also treat me like I'm in, like some there's something about it that actually makes me like really want to go back <laughs> like and it sounds so stupid but I just love it I love yeah. going to an art supply store I yeah. do too it's really fun to look at all the stuff mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like things anyway like, um, oil paints which are like outrageously expensive but like worth it yeah so. totally totally mm. <clears throat> so should we dive into our topic yeah this week? you guys our topic this week is brought to you in part by fully by um one of our listeners uh which i didn't ask her if she wanted to remain anonymous or not but i'm not gonna say her name but she wanted to talk about decision fatigue mm-hmm. and how like getting older things just become harder and more difficult in terms of like decision making and stuff like that and also congrats to her on something that we won't talk about on the air but like congrats so like congrats. the real ones you, you you know what's going on yeah (laughs) anyway um we'll leave the mystery for anybody who doesn't know anyway um where was i going with that decision fatigue decision fatigue i love that i think that's a brilliant um topic to dive in on Mm -hmm. um i was gonna bring up something about you that i had in mind this morning when we were talking about it and then i forgot so if you want to take it away (laughs) you go for it okay I feel like, sorry, I had to have one of those, like, uh, what are they called? Stroop waffles. Um, I love those. God, when they just, like, hit the back of your throat is, like, the best. Like, I just flavor. love the texture. Oh, I, like the texture I do, too. Tongue. You know how there's just, yeah. like, some foods that you just, like, like the texture and how they feel on your tongue? That's I like one of those. the texture, how they feel on my teeth. If that makes any sense, or chewing, oh, yeah, it makes, like how you bite like down, that. yeah, you bite down and it's like hard for a second, not really and hard, but like soft. tough, and then it, it gives super away. Soft. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a. Um, what was the candy we used to get where like you would do? That? It's like a skittle, but not a skittle. It's like um, 
Ah, I don't know. <gasps> sweetheart, sweetheart. Those little things, the little Oh, little yeah, those beads, are good. You'd mm-hmm. bite into them, they're hard, but then all And of a good for soft. you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we used to get those at the movie theater. Carol Fire. All the time. Um, so, decision fatigue. Y'all, I think we can all suffer a little bit from analysis paralysis. And if you are someone who can just easily make a decision, I think that that is a quality that we should all be applauding and admiring. Mm. Because I think so many people nowadays, honestly, here's the thing. We are inundated every day with choices and decisions. And it feels like there was a time when decision-making was a lot simpler in a general sense. Mm -hmm. And now with the advent of social media and, um, for example, you go on, like, Amazon. Again, I don't know why this is an Amazon. Yeah, what is with your Amazon? Well, just because this is a prime example, it's like you go on Amazon and they have, like, 50 different things from – of it's the exact same thing. 50 different versions of it. They fluctuate a few dollars in between each. Um, But it might be like one is a brand and one is not, or one is this and one's not. It's like, and do you ever find yourself ordering something, Matthew, where you're like, oh, I'm struggling. Like there's like minimal differences, but I just don't know which one to pick. I mean, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like decision fatigue was like, broader like life-changing decisions not like no absolutely but i think i think we're working we're working i'm saying like in i'm giving like an example as to like like how making this like i think people who can make just i think there's varying degrees of making decisions right like there's people Mm -hmm. who can easily make a decision on like what they're having for dinner what they're gonna order from amazon what they're gonna, you know, do for their day, or how they're gonna spend money to go on a vacation, and yeah. then there's those decisions that are a little harder that I think other people are really good at, which mm-hmm. are like the big decisions, like do I move cross country? Do I take yeah. this job? Do I go to this school? Do I do this mm-hmm. master's program? Do I, you know? Um, I, I think all of those decisions, like all those big decisions, do get harder as you're getting older because, and this is gonna sound a little bit morbid, but it's not my intention. Is that like your age and also your time to kind of pursue these things, it just shifts. Tick, like, tick, and like tick. The, and well, just the reality of things. It's like, that's that's the thing that I wish someone would have told me like back in high school is that like, once you are done with high school and you're like 18, there is no one who's like holding your hand, who is telling you like where you're going to go. You have Absolutely. to make, you have to make every single decision. So you have to like sit down and ask yourself like, is this really what I want? Do I really want to live here? Do I really want to pursue this? And what makes me the most happy? And that's hard so, because so how that, does that, that uncertainty is like right. crazy. So how does that fatigue you then? What would you say? Like, what I just is- think like I've gotten to that point now where I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm so tired of like making these de- decisions because it's like, I well, here's another thing too, is that like, I think that we've like taught ourselves that we can only do like we can only have one passion and you have to pursue that for the rest of your life. Oh my it. God. Yeah. No, totally. And like, I like, as I'm getting older, I'm like, look, I'm really passionate about what I do and I really like it. There's times it drives me crazy, but I love it. Mm. But like there's, there's at least five to seven other things that I really love that I want to pursue. But as soon as you, I guess this is just me being, maybe this is me being dramatic or this is like how I perceive the world to like, I guess, view me and my decision-making is that like, if I were to leave my primary passion and it like what I've been educated in and to like pursue something else then everyone else would think that I'd either a failed at that 
or right. be given up and just like made an, a financially irresponsible decision to pursue something that makes me happy. Right. But it's like, why do we care? Like why? Like at the yeah. end of the day, who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I feel like it's. It, I think, I think too, when you grow up where we grew, I you know what it is. I think it's like it would. I don't think it ever would have been easy to make the decision to because essentially what I feel like you're saying or what I'm gonna spin off of it is like mm-hmm. when is it? When do you, do you? How do you know when to um, say that something is no longer your dream or your passion, right? And so, like, mm-hmm. if you decide to do that, I think right now it is hard with social media because if you pursue something, like, it seems, at least in the industry that I'm in and, like, acting and whatnot and, like, the film industry, it's, like, if you, like, you kind of have to put yourself out there on social media and on the internet, like, hard, like, not hardcore, but you put yourself out there, right? You put it out, you put it out, you put it out. And then it's like, if you decide, well, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to like have to wait tables and run across town midday for a 10 minute audition or mm-hmm. sit in traffic or whatever. Like then, yeah, these people from back home, wherever your home may be, you perceive that they're like, oh, you're giving up acting. Oh, yeah. you're giving up your dream. Oh, you couldn't do it. You and I'm like, why do I care it's like, so much about what, what they think? And also, why does it matter? Like, yeah. why does it matter at all? It's like stupid. Like, like this is really. I don't know. Much. I thought about that too. I think like yeah. you just change. You know. Well, it's hard because it's like I think it's it's one thing to say that you don't care about what people think of you, and it's another thing to actually like live your life. And then yeah, <laughs> like I'm definitely one of those people that's like I don't care. And then I'm like someone will like say something, and I'm like, oh. but well, um, that, yeah, yeah. Like I, as immature as this is, I mean, it's something I'm working on. Is that like I get like kind of jealous when I see people who like make less I guess like money than I do or like maybe they didn't like you know pursue like a certain path and I'm like and then they're happier like let's say like they're working they're working at like a cafe god damn them being happy it just makes me so mad I'm like no I did all the steps like and this is like so childish for me and I this just goes to show how fucked up like our society is is that they're like everyone has to go and get a degree in this and then like you'll make this much money and then you'll be happy and everything will fall into place which is just not the truth at all whereas like there's people who like let's just say I'm just throwing this out there. I don't know anyone specifically like this, but it's like they're working at a cafe and maybe they're like pursuing like art or they're pursuing like their passion of, I don't know, gardening or something like working at a nursery and they don't make a lot of money, but they're just like, they're like totally content with that. And I'm like, here I am. I had to go through all these steps, spend all of this money. I mean, I didn't have to do any of these things, but I'm like, and I don't regret doing it at all. Like I really love what I do and I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. I would still have pursued it, but it's just kind of Absolutely. like, ugh, like they get all this like kind of like stress-free lifestyle. That's just like, not as like, I don't know. And maybe now I don't I'm know. I think like, it's, pers- I think it's perspective too, because it's like, that's what you're perceiving them to feel, right? You're yeah. perceiving their feelings. And they might not like, be like that. At oh, all. they, they look super carefree. I mean, cause we, I think we all do that. Right. Like I've always thought like, Oh God, God, it would be so cool to be like a, somebody who, who is a photographer, like to be a photographer who travels and literally like you don't really have a home, you just travel. Mm -hmm. But like, I think at some point you get 
like you don't have all the like it's it's that whole grass is greener concept right like mm-hmm. everything looks better in somebody else's life but you don't see what's ha- you're seeing literally you're seeing what they want you to see oh, yeah, exactly okay. you're uh-huh. not seeing what's behind the scenes what they're dealing with their emotions their issues and like you know we all have our we all have our struggles like we all mm-hmm. i think that's what bonds us it's like part of the human condition you know yeah yeah, I think too, like going back to the whole like getting older thing is that like you start to, and we kind of talked about this like, I think it was like last episode of the episode before is that like you kind of get to this age where you're just kind of like, is this what I really what I want to do? And like, you know, yeah. is this even a reality? And I'm just kind of like, that just decision making I think becomes a lot harder because like when you're 18, you're like, oh, I can do this because it's not a big deal at this age. And it's, like, I have all the time in the world. Maybe it's too, like, here's the thing, too. 30 is, is not death. So it's, like... Honestly, <laughs> I feel like, like as we transition into our 30s, I'm, like, I feel like we are soon... Like, I feel like it's, like, becoming the new 20s. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Because For it's, sure. like, like, like in, in, the, in the media, because I feel like, for whatever reason... And maybe this is the total narcissistic millennial part of me, but like I just feel like the millennial generation kind of is what has constantly pushed forward the media and social media. Am I like making sense or do I sound like an asshole? Like no, I feel yeah. like I feel like it constantly like because like when we were little and kids, it was like you like I just remember hearing I never watched it when I was a kid. Now I've watched Tina, obviously, but like Sex in the City and how Carrie Bradshaw was like like 30 flirty and thriving or whatever right Mm -hmm. and then she was transitioning and getting older and blah 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 blah. but like then people talk about like your 20s being the time of your life once you hit 30 but now I feel like all I hear is like oh it's gonna be like once you hit 40 it's whatever like your 30s are like like amazing and blah blah about like finding yourself and like plus we're doing things later we're not like getting married at 21 exactly you know that maybe that's what it is maybe that's what it is it's like there's like this whole we're not like getting married at 21 having kids i mean some people are but you know it's like more people our age like it's not the norm to get married yeah. and have kids anymore it's like yeah, yeah. it's interesting so everybody when you, as you're listening to this um when you hear this matthew will be a year older he'll be yeah. a new age He'll be, be one step another, closer to 30. One step closer to death, as we like to say. <laughs> to death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to the end of your life. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess I feel like... I don't feel like... I guess I... Do you, do you, feel, do you ever feel weighed down by decisions? Like when you're faced with something? Do you ever feel like... Yes. You, like it's a huge burden? And can you give us an example of what what you um might have been experiencing like it's a huge burden i don't know i feel like i just like or like okay so like if you so for example like if you um when's the last time you had to make a decision do you remember like a big decision um i want to say like back in like january and what was it do you mind it was moving it was moving Oh, yes. Yeah. Which was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and just being. But I feel like I'm pretty, like, I don't know. I'm, like, th- that to me, that kind of stuff is, like, not that challenging for me. Um, I feel like anymore, the decisions that I, like, just get 
the most stressed and for fatigued about are like, is this the job that I want? And can I be happy in it like long term? And also like, I don't know about other people, but I'm very much like, I need to vibe with the city in order to be happy. Totally. And I'm like, is this where I see myself? Like, I'm kind of like in the past. And I said this before too, like, I was fine just, like, moving to places because I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I'll only be here, like, one or two years, and then I'll move on to the next best thing. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. like, I seem to always think that, like, the next place is going to be, like, where it all kind of falls together. And, like, the last place I lived, which was, like, Rhode Island, like, I was really, really happy there. And I just loved it. It was so beautiful. And it just didn't have a lot of job opportunities. But it's, like, I'm kind of getting to that point now where I'm just kind of, like, I just want to, like, be in a city already that, like, I love through and through and I'm, like, very passionate about. Like, I think that gives me the most, like, stress and fatigue because it's, like, you either take the job that's in a, like, this isn't true, but this is how I've been feeling lately. It's, like, you take the job, but it's in a place that you don't like or you live in the city that you love or with the job that you hate. And so it's, like, and I know that that's, like I said, I know that's not true. But it's just like that's how I feel right now, where I'm just kind of well, like, and if that's what you believe, that's what you're seeing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that's I think true. it's a yeah. total like manifestation thing. Like, if mm -hmm. you are looking at that and that's all you're, that's you're like, I'm only gonna get a job in a city where I don't want to be. Well, then yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, I don't know, man. I just feel like I think that sometimes we just look at life and such the wrong way oh for sure you know and it's just because we're conditioned to but like yeah. like this idea of like oh god there was a story oh my god it was it's escaping me now just about success and like you just don't know anyway if it comes back i'll share it but mm -hmm. but in terms of like what are there any like major like things that just like you're just like oh or something like decisions that you just like either on the daily or in general you just like you're like oh i do not want to like even make I mean, this decision or i definitely feel like making like for me sometimes it can be so like my decision fatigue comes in where it's like little decisions mm -hmm. um and i mean that by like just making the decision to like this sounds so terrible. Like, not tear somebody's head off if, like, I'm in a meeting <laughs> with somebody, or like, or even, you know what I mean? Like, like show, like showing up to something, or, um, like if there's a rehearsal that I, like, I know I have to go to or whatever, but I'm just like, I, I could do that, or I could just paint, or I could just, mm -hmm. I could, I could be writing, or you know what I mean? Because I, I so enjoy my solitude, and I so enjoy just like getting to like create on my own and kind of like escape the world. So mm -hmm. like when there's a responsibility. And I know it's like the decision to show up or not is what mm -hmm. I think fatigues me the most. Um, I mean, obviously See, that, big decisions too, but yeah. I feel like that's more like my, that's more my daily struggle, if if you will. And that yeah. I honestly think that comes down to just like my mental health and like what I, um, like being able to make, like prioritize to like lead a healthy lifestyle. Cause you still need interaction, you know, like you still need human connection interaction like too much solitude is not i don't think is good it's not good mm -hmm. for me i should say yeah yeah i don't know man <laughs> i think it's just like i'm hoping that things just get easier too but i just have a feeling that's all like you have to manifest and like be in control of everything and i'm like Ugh. <sighs> 
Yeah. We should start we should start an accountability corner on the podcast. It's a rough idea, but hear me out. It's an accountability corner. It's for anybody, right? Anybody can join. Uh-huh. And basically what we do is we decide You call in and we grill you on the decisions <laughs> that you've made. <laughs> you should feel like shit. What were you thinking? Um <laughs> uh, no, but you like Basically, you set an intention for something mm-hmm. you want to achieve, right? Maybe it's like, I want to, I want to, I'm going to allow $3,000 into my life, or I'm going to allow the perfect job to come into my life, or I'm, you know, mm-hmm. right, whatever. You allow the goal. And then each week, we just check in. Like, we, we set the intention. Each week, we check in and say, how, how did that go? Um, did you feel like you took any steps forward? Did you feel like you took steps backward? What do you think you need to do in order to get that? Is there something that you, um, did, did something cut? Was there, was there any roadblocks in your way? Do you, do you, was there anything you would have done differently to approach your, um, to approach your frustrations? If you had any frustrations Mm -hmm. or if you had any roadblocks, like how would you handle that next time? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good idea. Of just like, I, I guess, accountability yeah, and like an awareness of like the emotions and things that you're going through. Like, I feel like yeah. every single day I'm like, okay, how could I have like approached this in a different way or how could I have like totally. done this better? So, and it's so, and that's so important. I think like the reflection is so, like, mm-hmm. if, yeah, I mean, if that's the accountability you need, then that's important. It's like just taking the time to like step back and say, like, how did I handle this? Could I have done this better? Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, this too is like you don't want to linger on the regret, right? Like if you make a decision, it's like it's okay to be sad about something if it doesn't pan out the way you think it will. But like, yeah, I think it's. So, I would be really. I, that's the thing yeah. I get stuck in is like being like, oh my god, I made the wrong decision. I made the wrong choice. That's oh my god. That I do that, that all the time. My my decision fatigue. Yeah, I can like wallow in my choices. That's the thing though, is that like you can. I feel like that, and we've talked about this a little bit too, but like that can be dangerous when you're like lingering on decisions that are already in the past that you cannot control. But at the same time, I'm always just kind of like, well, what if I would have made this decision differently? And then I would have like, maybe I could have been happier, which is such like a bad way. That's so dangerous though. I think you're right. I think you're spot on. It's like, you can't do that. You know, that's like, just not good. It's not good for your, your psyche. It's not good for your, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I'd be curious to see, like, how many other people, like, close to our age are just kind of, like, either feeling the same thing or just kind of feeling, like, a little bit lost (laughs) and just, like, uncertain. Like, I mean, I don't want to get too, like, kind of depressing here, but I feel like lately, like, especially in the last, like, two weeks, I'm, like, I just feel like I'm just going through motions. Like, I don't have an end goal. I don't know what next month next year next five years well, looks like how how the hell would any of us but that's the thing is that i used to be such a specific planner because i was like okay once i finish this that's i think that's what's like good about like when you're in school because you're like okay i'm in school for four years and then i'm gonna get a job and then i'm gonna move to this city and then it's like now i'm at that point where i'm just kind of like okay i'm done with all my schooling i'm working a professional job but, like, I don't know where I could be in the future. I'm not super thrilled with where I'm at right now. And that, like, uncertainty of not knowing, like, what the future looks like and not having a plan 
like I guess like now it's more about like just having kind of like broader goals and less so of like specific plans. And I don't like that. I want like everything in a very specific little nice box tied with a bow. Mm-hmm. And I just like not having that really bugs me. I I feel like if there's one thing we can take away from this year, it's that get over that. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's no we just like there is you just don't know what's going to happen. Like who would have thought we would have been in an eight, eight, what are we, six months in, eight months in like long pandemic mm-hmm. where you're sitting in your home quarantining. Right. Or like, yeah, you're not. Um, you just kind of feel trapped. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. And it's like, there's nothing you can do. I mean, it, 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 I, that sounds so depressing, but it's, it's, I think it, I think it's almost sort of freeing to know, like, you know, you can't make mistakes because guess what? Like the world, the world and the universe have its own plan. Like they mm-hmm. haven't, you know, anything else can happen. I mean, I think about like some of these, these, wildfires that are happening in california which by the way anyone if you could donate i need to look up and get like a list of like nonprofits and places to donate to because and share it because i'm just like so heartbroken we are burning in california finally today the sky for the first time in three days is blue um but it's still smoky you can see the smoke everywhere it's really sad um but like some of these people have lost their entire homes they've lost Mm -hmm. everything and it's like some people have died and it's like, you just don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know when, when your time is coming. You don't know when. So you got to just embrace it. That's not, you know, easier said than done, but sorry. I didn't want to diminish what you were just saying. I hope that didn't come off as. No, it's fine. It's fine. What were you going to say? I'm going to get a phone call later from Matthew saying, Scott, you're such a bitch. I will not. I will not at all. Just kidding. No, what were you saying before the wildfires? Wildfires? You were going no. something in there. No, that was what I was saying. Was oh, it's just okay. you know, it's you just don't know when. You know, I don't know, like, but you said like so I don't believe that there's like a plan. Oh no, I know. I guess I, I didn't mean to use the word plan. I guess I was saying any your plan, you coming up with a plan and being like, I need everything in a pretty bow, uh-huh. wrapped up in a pretty bow, like the universe can take a totally different path, can take a totally different, like, can just throw some shit at you. You just don't know what's going to come your way. So it's not that, and it's not to say, oh, don't plan or don't reach for your dreams or don't make wise decisions. Mm -hmm. Like, no, of course you should be, you should be. And we're definitely not the only ones going through this. No, 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 no. Oh, no. And I know that you're not saying. Not at all. But this is more, but you know, I think the thing is like, we have to acknowledge too, is like, this is like, this is just sort of a platform for you and I to like sort of connect and like mm-hmm. also kind of talk about what we're going through and then other people might relate. And then hopefully, you know, from there, you guys like message people, us you, if you're going through similar things or like, yes, please, what your COVID let us thoughts know. are. Please let us know what, it, what's the most, what's the biggest thing you've learned within about yourself or with about those you've been quarantining with within mm-hmm. the pandemic so far. Yeah. Tell us. We want to know. One of the things I learned is how much of an introvert I am. <laughs> that's true. You know, that's interesting. I, I find that same, same, same. Me too. Like, I well. really did not see that much of a difference. This just goes to show, like, I mean, like, I like going out, but it's like, 
since COVID started, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't feel like that much different. Like I was just already like, I definitely like I go out and I get coffee, but I'm not like, oh my God, hardcore every single day. Gotta get dinner. Gotta go, go, go out to the clubs. Gotta do this. I'm like, I don't have the energy <laughs> to do right. that. And so like, as this has been going on, like the other day, it was so beautiful here in Philly and I went out and like, there was just so many people out and about. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting anxiety. I cannot handle this. And like, I don't know if I like have some type of like minor, like mental whatever, mm-hmm. but I have always had an issue with sound. I really mm. don't like noises. I don't, I, I, this is not diagnosed. This is just like something I really do not like. I do not like going, like I will not go to concerts because I don't like how loud people are and kind of like how chaotic things are. I feel like that is a, um, that is, that is a, there is a name for it though. I it's feel like, like, I don't, is it like a, or is it like a spectrum thing? I don't know. I know that I have a friend who has, um, me, mezzo something. And mm-hmm. it's basically, it's like, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a fear or just like a, a total disdain for like chewing noises and like, mm-hmm. like tapping and things like that. Like it just makes them severely like depressed and suicidal it's so scary I mean I mean it's nothing like like little triggers or things it's just like when I'm out in public I just don't like crowds and I don't like lots of people talking and I just really don't like that situation yeah Yeah. like like if I like I and that's why I usually wear headphones like so like the Chelsea market if I'm with friends it's fine you know I'm just using it as an example but like in general when I'm by myself I like to put headphones in and just kind of have like mm. music or whatever because yeah. I just like to sync everyone else out. And also, if I got my headphones in, that is the universal sign for fuck off and don't oh, talk yeah. to that's, me. I mean, that's <laughs> the universal sign for anybody. Yeah, yeah like I, I don't like want. And people you, are like, hey, yeah, yeah. You know, you definitely have always like hated crowds, though. You've always been like, no, I just like quiet into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm like I don't mind going. It can out sort to, of like, be disturbing, bars, you know. Yeah. yeah, like I would much rather have like a really nice like cocktail at a lounge bar than go to some like crazy music pumping type Absolutely. of thing Absolutely. so which is fine yeah. there's nothing wrong with people who like yeah i know no, we all do our thing you know no. Ugh, what does that smell Ugh, my neighbors are cooking something sorry i farted i'm sorry <laughs> they're cooking something it smells burnt but anyway well scott do you have um do you have anything else on that or do you want to do you have um <laughs> no what's getting you no, by no i feel like we could go on and on and on about this topic because well. i really want people to like write a message of just like yes, how you're feeling. where are in. you about things? let us know like, we love yeah, where are, we will respond and talk about it so. where 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 are you with things where are you physically what are you doing or just what's, anything just yeah anything your mind tell us what's your favorite color what do you have for breakfast like we want to know i didn't eat don't send what your favorite color breakfast. is i don't care <laughs> why <laughs> i care you can send it to me Oh, but you know what? There was something posted on our Instagram page that I think we need to address. And this was not this was not crossed by both of us. So <laughs> one of us decided to talk some smack about some Swiffer products. And I, I hate Swiffer. Okay, so that is Matthew's thing. I love my Swiffer. I love my Swiffer. I love my Swiffer. That's all I'm gonna say. Let me just let me say this. And I think we're done. Is, all right, Matthew, no. what do you what do you got no. what do you got going on for us? No, for, let me getting you by someone who is so what my very good about cleaning and um 
someone who's been cleaning for a very long time. Oh I should hope so. That smell is horrendous. Um, here's the thing. Ever since Swift first came out, like, I think for, like, everyday little things, it's fine. If you have, like, for your home, if you have a lot of wood floors and you don't have a lot of obstructions, I think it's great. Mm. I think Swiffer dusters, I think the pad is way too small. And I think all it does is push shit around. Like, it doesn't Mm. pick up any, like, grains of sand or any, like, larger particles that you might have. And then it just, like, they do those commercials where they, like, shake it. And I'm like, if you shake a fucking Swiffer, it, like, throws the shit everywhere. Mm. And then if you go to the Swiffer, like, wet things like what whether it's the mop or just the the pads you can only use one for like maybe like a couple square feet and then it's like dry and then you have to get another one so it's like they want you to keep using these and it's just so wasteful Mm. like it's just not good for the environment like so i'm like i think the best i mean i mean for a wood floor maybe whatever it's fine like but I think in general, like, if you have tile floors, like, it just pushes all that dirt and grime into, like, the grout lines. And it's just, right. like, you're better just, <laughs> you're, like, totally over it. No, I'm listening. I'm trying, you're better I'm just, trying like, to gain perspective. Like, like, the best way to clean a floor is the old-fashioned way, hands and knees with a bucket. Well, we know Matthew likes to be on his hands and knees. Ladies and gentlemen, Shut friends up. and family. All we want to say is, um, Matthew is basically saying that you're garbage if you have a Swiffer. So, Matthew, no, what is garbage? Because I have one. <laughs> I have a Swiffer. If you have I better cleaning Swiffer. tips, let me know. Um, what's getting me by is <laughs> And also, you flowers. can go fuck yourself. <laughs> fresh cut flowers. I love it. Fresh cut flowers. I love... I love, well, like, I, I don't, I love fresh cut flowers, but in general, flowers are kind of expensive. I just, yeah, I've noticed this a lot in Philly, and I know it's everywhere, but, like, specifically, I've noticed it a lot in this neighborhood, is that, like, people always buying or going home with fresh cut flowers, which I think is so mm-hmm. great. But it's, like, I love doing, like, arrangements, and I personally, like, I like silvery kind of green plants, and so Absolutely. my room is just kind of muted tone. So I always get eucalyptus. And even though it's not flowers, I just love having like vases of eucalyptus. I love the smell. Yeah. I love how it lasts forever. Even if it dies, it looks the same. So anyway. Love it. Love what, it. Love what's love getting it. you by? Well, aside from painting, because painting is kind of like being my love child at this moment. Um, uh, oh, my God. And OK, so. Oh, my God. Sorry. I had like a million things come into my brain. So I have three mm-hmm. things. So painting is, and everyone, I am going to at some point be releasing. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to put these California prints together so I can like start raising money for these wildfires and the victims and things. So please keep an eye out for that. We'll post about it. Um, I just have to do some more research on a few things. Also, by the time everyone is listening to this, uh, a a little web series will have aired on um, uh, uh, my Facebook page. So please, and my Instagram and YouTube. And there is a guest star on um, episode six that you all will find familiar, uh, aside from me. Um, and his name starts with an M and ends with an Matthew. <laughs> and uh, it's. I hope you all like it. So I, look to, watch it. I look forward to seeing it. I haven't seen it Oh, yet. my God. I'm so excited. Zach watched it the whole thing yesterday. He was, like, laughing out loud, which is usually a good sign for me because Zach doesn't think I'm funny. So when he laughs at something <laughs> I've, like, written or, or done, I'm like, okay, this is funny. Like, this means it's good. Um, oh, good. So 
that will be out. I'm so excited. I can't, I hope everybody likes it. And I hope people just like watch it with an open mind and just sort of like, like, you know, there's too much shit going on in the world. This is a little bit of a, a fun little bit to kind of get you, give you a little bit of happiness um, within these dark times. And my, so that would be what's getting me by is please go and watch Happy, the web series. It's all of, <laughs> That's you what's know, getting you third, by. Well, no, that, not that specifically. That's just a sh- selfish, pl- so, uh, uh, shameless plug. plug. That is, it's all of like 40 minutes, you guys. The episodes are like five minutes long. So just go watch it. Um, and the other uh, film recommendation is um, Becoming which is Michelle Obama's documentary on her book. Oh my Becoming. God, I started, I started listening. So, it's so oh, wait, good. Becoming or her podcast? Because she just launched a new podcast. Oh, she did launch a podcast. No, so this is the film. There's a documentary on Netflix. It's okay. so good. If you have a chance, go check it out. It's basically just covers her when she's on her tour um, of going like city to city, her book tour or whatever. Her live and singing. It is her yeah no you guys it is if you like michelle obama or even if you don't it's just such a good it gives you such a good insight into her she is like my queen i love her i think she's so she's awesome gorgeous and she's so she i am a minimalist by heart but like she is so like she has this amazing style and this amazing sense of style and she works Mm -hmm. with her stylist to come up with like these beautiful looks. She's just brilliant. So anyway, she's very thoughtful about like what she does and how that represents. Definitely. Definitely. So So, where can people find you? Um, on Instagram at Matthew MMCC or our, um, getting by pod on Instagram, getting by pod. It's also our account, which I've been really lazy about posting because I need to find We're going to get better. We're going to get better. And We're Scott, we need better. to have a meeting, okay? I know. I think I need to take over the Instagram page. I'm just I think kidding. you do, too, because you have the time. I'm just kidding. No. Oh, I I'm just kidding. Not. You bitch. Um, are you going to ask me? Oh, my God. Where can people find you? Thank you. Finally. God, I see that this podcast is a one-way street. <laughs> For you. Um, so I'm on the Instagrams as at scotty.cullen. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y dot C-U-L-L-E-N. And I'm all, my art page is, which I would love if everybody could go follow, is at scottcullen.art, which I changed it again. I know this is the last time. I promise you. It's the end. Scott Cullen dot art A-R-T. Find it. And if you can donate, I'm going to be putting, figuring out how to get that all going soon for the wildfires. And yeah. Anyway, Matthew, I love you. This was fun. I love you too. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. You as well. And you listeners, you know what? I'm sending that vibe out right now. I'm putting out the vibe that you, whoever's listening to this, is going to have the best day ahead of you. Or behind you, or ahead. I think you're having an okay day. Okay, so I'm putting out the the, <laughs> the vibe. So if you have a great day, message me and let me know that you had a great day. <laughs> Matthew's all a right. fucking bitch. <laughs> Love you all. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.